This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, y'all. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast that brings you a new slice of history every day. Today is June 19th, 2020. The day was June 19th, 1917. Revolutionary and politician Joshua Nkomo was born in Matabeleland in modern-day Zimbabwe. Nkomo led the Zimbabwe African People's Union and served as second vice president of Zimbabwe from 1990 to 1999. In September of 1890, the pioneer column of the British South African Company raised the British flag at Fort Salisbury or present-day Harare. British colonists called the area Southern Rhodesia, after imperialist and politician Cecil Rhodes. Over the next decade, white people arrived in large numbers and began seizing farmland and overseeing the mining of resources like gold, chrome ore, and platinum. Ndebili and Shona peoples who lived in the area were displaced by the Europeans. They had made efforts to resist British rule, but southern Rhodesia was annexed by the United Kingdom in 1923. Nkomo grew up in colonial-era southern Rhodesia as part of an Ndebele family. As a young adult, Nkomo took a job as a social welfare worker with the Rhodesia Railways. He began to advocate for railway workers and helped build up the Rhodesian Railways African Employees Association. And when the British government proposed uniting some of its African colonies, including southern Rhodesia, into a federation, he was vocal about his opposition to federation. Though the anti-Federation movement had many supporters, the Federation of Rhodesia and Nyasaland was formed in 1953. Nkomo gained a reputation as a committed African nationalist. When the African National Youth League and the Bulawayo branch of the African National Congress merged in 1957, Nkomo was elected president of the new ANC. Through his work as president of the ANC, he met other people who were involved in anti-colonial movements. In 1959, the government banned the ANC and hundreds of its members were arrested. As Nkomo traveled through Europe and the United States to raise money and support for the independence movement, members of the ANC formed the National Democratic Party. Nkomo was declared president of the NDP, which was later banned as well. Another party, the Zimbabwe African People's Union, or ZAPU, soon formed and was also banned. Nkomo continued to press for international support, but some people perceived Nkomo as a moderate and doubted his commitment to the nationalist movement. Some people in the ZAPU broke away from the group and formed the Zimbabwe African National Union. All the while, white Rhodesian prime ministers targeted black nationalists. Prime Minister Ian Smith banished Nkomo to a detention center in a remote part of southern Rhodesia. Nkoma was incarcerated for 10 years, but his incarceration garnered him more support and increased opposition to the Smith administration. By the time Nkoma was freed in 1974, nationalist groups had gained ground. Nkoma directed the ZAPU's military, political, and diplomatic activities from Zambia. Robert Mugabe, another nationalist leader, had been at odds with Nkoma before but the ZAPU and Mugabe's ZANU linked to form the Patriotic Front and bring down white minority rule. 
Smith agreed to a new constitution, and Zimbabwe gained its independence in 1980. Mugabe became prime minister and minister for defense. But Nkoma continued to be in conflict with Mugabe, and fighting between ZAPU and ZANU supporters escalated. After years of violence and massacres carried out against the Ndebele by the Zimbabwe National Army, Nkomo and Mugabe agreed to merge their parties into a unified one called ZANUPF. The agreement said that the party was committed to a one-party state. It also provided for Nkomo to become the second of two vice presidents of Zimbabwe in 1990, a role that was largely symbolic. He served as second vice president until his death in 1999. In his later years, Nkomo dealt with health issues. Many people disapproved of how he handled political challenges, and he lost a lot of influence. Still, Nkomo has been called the father of Zimbabwean nationalism for his leading role in the fight for independence from white colonial rule. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them to us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. You can also send us a note on social media. We're at TDIHC Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.